You're listening to episode 245 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a human connection coach, speaker, and mental health advocate with an insatiable sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using the power of stories to teach, learn, and grow. It's about allowing for room to grow, and this podcast focuses on three main pillars, human connection, personal growth, and freedom. We cover topics like relationships and cultivating genuine supportive connections with ourselves and others, speaking your truth, shattering personal barriers, radical self-acceptance, and courageously leaning into your skill sets. Whether it's a solo episode or bringing on highly curated guests with incredible stories, experiences, and expertise to share, we're leaning in and taking the entire idea of growth to the next level, all while still covering the uncomfortable topics that many of us like to avoid. There's always more room to grow. Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today we're going to be talking about how healing changes you. And it can change you in ways that you don't expect. And it can change you sometimes for better. And sometimes it can change you not for worse, but just um, that you can end up with sort of mourning previous versions of yourself. And almost more more innocent versions of yourself sometimes too. So this this is a really interesting topic because you know we hear a lot about doing the work and what what the hell does that even mean <laughs> for one thing? And I actually did an entire podcast episode about that uh, back on episode 185, literally about what does doing the work even mean. <laughs> so you can go check out that episode. Um, but today we're going to get into this a little bit. And and a lot of this relates to what I'm going to be teaching inside the Room to Grow Mastermind. So the Room to Grow Mastermind is based off of what I teach on this podcast, all around human connection, personal growth, and freedom. And we're starting on January 18th, 2021 and very limited spots because it's the first time I'm running it and I'm purposely keeping it very small and intimate. Um, I don't want a big group for this and I'm being super selective about who comes in because I want to make sure that everybody is going to be the exact right fit. So make sure to book a call with me. We will jump on the phone for 20 minutes. This is one of my favorite things, by the way, is to get to jump on the phone with people. Um, I actually do this all the time. Even when people just pop into my DMs and stuff, I'm like, hey, you want to chat? <laughs> so make sure to go and check out the show notes. Um, all the information is over there or you can send me a DM over at Emily Goff coach on Instagram um, and then we can connect because this is going to be really really special this mastermind has been in the works for two and a half years um, and this is something I've been wanting to do for an incredibly long time and you're going to be getting incredible transformations out of this in a short period of time so if you're willing to do the work uh, you're going to see some really incredible results and this is going to end up helping you reach the 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 parts of yourself that you know you're capable of but haven't quite gotten there yet and you need a little bit of extra help to get to that point and to start to have the courage to start showing up as the best possible version of yourself to be a stronger more resilient more capable human Okay, so this is what the Room to Grow Mastermind is all about. So jump over to uh, show notes over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. Send me a DM or all the the links will be in uh, the show notes on your phone as well. So wherever you're listening to this, um, everything is hyperlinked right in there. So let's talk about a little bit how healing changes you. Because first of all, healing happens when we're presented with a choice. And we can take the more comfortable option of remaining the same 
or we can sit with the uncomfortable truth, truth that we can both do and be better. And usually these types of situations are presented to us when, uh, you know, a conflict arises in a relationship that we have in our life, or we just, we become more self-aware, however that happens. And that can happen in a variety of different ways. Sometimes we'll just start to notice things about ourselves. A lot of times other people will point things out to us and it's not necessarily things that we want to hear (laughs) because it can be difficult to hear. But if we can take that and use that uh, constructively and actually learn and grow from that, then that can lead us down the path of healing old parts of ourselves that are causing us to show up in ways that we don't necessarily like. And this is where the, the real growth really starts to happen because this, you know, the, the healing work, whatever that ends up looking like for you, because it can look wildly different for each person, it's going to force you to face parts of yourself that would be easier to avoid. But the alternative is to instead repeat the same patterns and behaviors over and over and over again, to, often to our own detriment, until we reach a point of no longer tolerating our own bullshit. <laughs> and that's basically why I created the Room to Grow Mastermind as well, because as much as I can teach on this podcast, I, can't, I, I simply can't go as deep as I want to on a podcast episode. And in the mastermind, we're going to be uncovering a lot of our own bullshit, challenging old beliefs that we have held onto that are limiting us from moving forward and moving into the next level version of ourselves. And sometimes in order to heal, it requires a cataclysmic event in our lives to push us to the point of change. It could be something like a health scare. It could be a a death of somebody close to us. It could be a relationship ending, which is another form of a death, Uh, missing an opportunity because we didn't step up the way we know that we could be capable of. And when we do this work, over time, you begin to notice changes in yourself. And what what can often happen is two, two different things. We both tend to soften in some ways and we harden in others. So there are parts of you that will soften as you heal and grow and change. You will probably become kinder, more empathetic, more tolerant, uh, compassionate, and, and more, more likely to be able to forgive both yourself and others. And really being able to see the points of view of other people, to be able to, to truly put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Like that's true empathy right there, to be able to see the world through the lens of somebody else, to be able to take their perspective and to stop for a moment before you react and go, hey, what could this look like if I was in the other person's shoes? So for example, you, you know, we, we all know people who have very hard line boundaries in relationships and, and very little empathy or understanding when it, when, whenever others are struggling with relationship issues because they can often have a, a very black and white lens and be, be very harsh um, or at least come across that way. I was that person years ago. I, I took a very black and white uh, view on relationships in a variety of different ways. And this is just one example uh, where this, this you know, sort of um, very rigid type of thinking it came up in my life. And, and that's, that's very human. A lot of us end up experiencing that at one time or another. And 
it's something that I now, when I, when I feel that, that rigid type of thinking coming up, I question it more because I'm like, okay, what, what other perspective could be out there that would challenge my personal belief? And that's why I like to get into discussions with people who have very different beliefs from me because I may not end up agreeing with them, but it's going to give me a very different perspective on life and, and on that particular situation or scenario that is being presented. And we all have, you know, that, that, that friend. Um, and again, I'm saying that I, I was that friend years ago where if we go to this person with a relationship issue, for example, um, let's say, I don't know, our, our partner is, is giving it, we, we've had an argument with our, with our partner about something. Okay. And we, we take that situation to a friend and the friend immediately is like, well, dump them, get rid of them. You know, like I, I would never put up with that. I would never put up with that. Get rid of them. And <laughs> for one thing, no one ever knows what goes on in a relationship other than the two people who are in the relationship. But that aside, that type of very hard line thinking does not allow or take into account the experience of the other person in the relationship and their unique worldview, all of the things that they are bringing to the table, their own trauma, their own uh, wounds, their own life experiences, uh, their own relationship history, um, you know, childhood, things that have gone on in their childhood. There's so many things to take into account here. There's very little that can be rigid when it comes to relationships like that. There, there's, there's always going to be gray area. To me in life, there's, there's always gray areas. There are always exceptions to the rules, so-called, so-called rules. Um, there's always going to be situations that challenge our belief system when we open our eyes enough to view it. And this is where when we do a lot of our own deep inner work and our own healing, we can start to recognize that gray area much more quickly and, and easily. Or if we start to feel that more rigid thinking coming up, we notice it about ourselves. We're self-aware to, we're, so, we're self-aware enough to notice that and go, Hey, what if we can almost start to play devil's advocate in our own heads and go, okay, I'm feeling really strongly this way, but what if it looked a different way? And that's, there's a lot of beauty in that to be able to to do that, that's actually something that a lot of humans often never get to the point of because they would prefer to stay in their very rigid level of thinking and not really see life from somebody else's perspective. I also, I mean, just as another relationship example, I never thought that I would be somebody to end up in a relationship where gaslighting and some emotional abuse was taking place. If, if you want more information on that, you can go check out episode 117, all about um, my, my former partner's uh, nine years of infidelity. It's a story, let me tell you. <laughs> and I was not somebody who ever would have expected. I mean, nobody ever goes into, into any, you know, significant situation like that, expecting that to happen to them. And what's interesting is that I'm not the, the stereotypical personality 
that most people would look to me and go and, and expect me to end up in a situation like that. And I also have had that experience where I've looked at other, um, at other people, women and men who have ended up in tough, like really hard situations where they are, you know, a strong willed personality or something like that. We, we tend to associate certain situations in life as only happening to certain types, so-called of people with certain personality traits. Like there, there's all these stereotypes and generalizations that we make in our heads. And then it's very difficult to look at a perspective outside of that. And when you've experienced the gray area of life for yourself, you tend to be much more understanding of others going through similar situations. Now, healing can also harden you in some ways, sometimes in very necessary ways that may actually serve to protect you going forward too. So as one example of that, you, you might have less tolerance for bullshit. <laughs> Maybe there are boundaries in place that you didn't even know you needed before whatever experience it was that you had. You have greater recognition of red flags, um, paying much closer attention, attention to your intuition. These are all things that could technically be considered as, as a, a hardening because you are becoming a little bit more rigid in that type of thinking only because you have developed the self-awareness to know what you will and will not tolerate. So in some ways, healing can soften you. You can become much more compassionate, understanding, and tolerant of other people because you recognize why they might be behaving the way that they do. But in other ways, you might become a lot less tolerant of bullshit that negatively affects you and your life. So it can go both ways here. But sometimes we also have to check in and see if we've built our walls too high. If we are protecting our heart to such a degree that we aren't letting anyone in or projecting old hurt and, and trauma onto new people who enter our lives too. That's very human, but it's also a sign that there's more work for us to do and more healing that needs to take place as there always is for all of us. But sometimes it's not until someone walks into our lives or particular scenarios or situations present themselves that a light is shone on where we have more work to do. And again, another example that I always give for this is relationships of a variety of different kinds, but especially romantic relationships, because romantic relationships always hold a mirror up to us in a way that nothing else does. And I have always maintained, and I have been taught this by the, the, the experts that I've worked with, like therapist and, and relationship coach and all of that, that you can do a, a huge amount of your own healing and you should on your own, but that a lot of healing will also take place within the context of a relationship, especially if it's with the right person. And because all of us always have more work to do on ourselves there, you know, you're, you're never going to reach a point of, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm ready to be in a relationship. Now I have no more work to do. <laughs> I'm good <laughs> because no matter how much work you do, there will always be more. And, and that's a really beautiful thing because that means that you can continue to grow and evolve and to soften in even more significant ways and to maybe tighten in others in, in ways where you need to, to harden a little bit and to develop better boundaries and all of those things. 
and you know you've done a lot of work in there, there are a few different ways where you can tell that you have done a lot of work because a lot of times, again, like we'll, we'll be doing the work so-called I'm using like the little quote signs, <laughs> but it might not feel like we're progressing. You know, we'll still have shitty days and we'll still uh, feel old hurt coming up and, and all the things and, and a, a significant time may have passed and we're like, okay, you know, am I better? I don't know. Some days I feel fine. Some days I feel like shit. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. Have I, have I done healing? I don't even know. So there's a few different signs that you can start to notice because this isn't going to be an overnight thing. This is going to be something that you notice gradually over time and that other people might actually point out to you as well. And some of those are, I mean, first of all, you will, you'll know that you've done a lot of work when you pause before you react. So when certain situations come up that in the past would have set you off or triggered you really significantly or made you angry or something like that, you pause before reacting because you just take that extra moment. It might just be the length of time of taking a deep breath. I I talked about that in uh, episode 241, I believe, about how to have hard conversations and about how powerful that that pause can be and sometimes you might not have even trained yourself to to do it purposely but when you've done enough work on yourself it can actually start to come a little bit naturally where before you have a reaction that in the past would have been very defensive or or something like that you have this moment of of clarity where you're like oh okay I feel these feelings coming up and I, I see this for what it is and I am taking a moment to step into the other person's shoes. Like all of these things can actually happen in a split second, but it's, it's that pause that can tell you that you're a different human than you were say six months ago or six years ago, even six days ago, depending on, on how, on how the work is going. <laughs> so that can be really, really powerful. And related to that is also the, the fact that you, you know you've done a lot of work when you're able to consider the perspective of others without jumping to conclusions. You're, you're giving people the benefit of the doubt until you can gather more information. You also don't overgeneralize and paint everyone with the same negative point of view that you did before you did a lot of this work as well. You know you've done a lot of work when you have taken responsibility for your own actions in a situation and you can more easily identify your responsibility in current situations as well going forward without blaming everyone else. Sure, that's not to say that other people won't do you harm, but you can still be responsible. You should still be responsible for your own actions and identify your own patterns, your own your own behaviors that keep showing up over and over again that will continue to show up over and over again until you see them for what they are and then can start to change them if they are hurting you or if they are hurting somebody else. Maybe you've noticed major shifts in your belief system as you've done some of this work too. For example, from going from that very rigid type of thinking to seeing a lot more gray area in life and in situations. Perhaps you are no longer ruminating on past hurts all the time. I I see this a lot and I have experienced this a lot 
that when, when we go through situations that are incredibly hurtful, we can ruminate over them over and over and over again. It's just like this, this movie that keeps replaying in our heads over and over again. And we look at it from different angles and we, we go over the what ifs and, and we try to figure out, you know, what we could have done differently or what if the other person did something differently. And we just play this like a movie in our head until we can't take it anymore. <laughs> and when you've done a lot of work, you can start to release that, to let that go and to actually let life live through you as opposed to reliving the past until you, you can't, you can't take it anymore until you've, you've literally just beaten it to death. It's, you've gone over it so many times and you've replayed different situations and you've um, maybe had you know, imaginary conversations with, with people in your heads that you, you wish you could have had or uh, you wish you could have done differently. Like, oh, if only I had said this to this person. That, that can be very normal, but when it starts to get to the point of detrimental, that's a problem. So when you've done a lot of your own healing work, you're able to start to let that go a little bit more. And something else is that you start to develop the ability to trust your path forward in life, even if there's still all kinds of unknowns, even if the path seems dark and muddy and you don't know exactly where you're going and you're feeling around in the dark a little bit, <laughs> but you trust that you will be able to figure it out as you go along. And that self-trust piece is a huge part. This is one of the biggest parts that I always come back to that is such an enormous part of healing through anything is being able to trust that no matter what happens, you have your own back. And when you're able to work through these difficult situations, whatever they look like for you to heal from them, to allow them to grow you and to recognize your own patterns, your entire future can change. Otherwise you will stay stuck and you will repeat old behavior and you'll have to learn the same lessons over and over again until something shifts. And what doing the work ultimately means is becoming, you know, a better, stronger, more resilient and capable human, getting tired of your own bullshit and, and no longer accepting of your own patterns, repeating in your relationships and in your life over and over again, if you want something to change. And it is going to require you to face some uncomfortable truths and to do a lot of work, but the results are life altering. There's another episode that I think is really relevant here all about forgiveness. Episode 126 is all about um, how forgiveness isn't found, but it's earned by doing the inner work. And it talks a lot about not only forgiveness of others, but of ourselves and how important that is, because that's the piece that often gets left behind. We focus on forgiving other people when we are working through issues like this, but we often leave out the part about forgiving ourselves for maybe staying in situations that weren't serving us or for making choices that we wouldn't make now knowing what we know, but we have to forgive ourselves for the choices that we made when we didn't know any better, when, when we were doing the best we could with the information we had at the time. So that, that one is going to be really relevant as well. And again, for more on all of this, jump over to the Room to Grow Mastermind. Uh, let me know if you're interested because I would love to talk to you about it a little bit more to give you more information. And it's going to be something really special. I haven't seen anything else quite like this 
Um, and I'm, I'm really excited to be able to lead this. That's such an incredible gift to me. So make sure to send me a DM over at Emily Goff Coach. Um, jump over to the show notes at roomtogrowpodcast.com for all the information. And we do start January 18th. So clock is ticking. If you're listening to this in real time, uh, make sure to go and grab your spot and we'll be back soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. It means the absolute world to me and I'm so grateful. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.